What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, not to start anyone was hoping for for the NLCS for the Padres' first NLCS game in 24 uh, years. And just one hit against Zach Wheeler and the Phillies' bullpen. Padres were gifted an opportunity in the ninth inning, did not take advantage of it. Manny Machado flying out, Josh Bell striking out. We can argue the merits of Josh Bell even batting in that spot. Series far from over, obviously, but the Padres do lose game one. 2 nothing tonight, down at Petco um, to the Phillies. So, John and Jim with you here on the wrap-up show. Make your way in. We were both there. We were broadcasting outside. Uh, this thing all of a sudden tomorrow feels like a quasi-must win with Blake Snell on the mound, 90-degree temperatures. Austin Nola pitching for the Phillies. He's been outstanding, specifically in the postseason. But as you make your way in, please subscribe. We've got year-round Padres content for you. Smash the like button for us as well. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell, SD. We appreciate the memberships. We appreciate the supers. If you want to contribute, to support this channel, just click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. Listen, they lost game one to the Dodgers, Jim. They won the series in four games. They lose game one here tonight. And, um, you know, it was it felt like a hangover game, honestly. I mean, one hit in a 2-0 loss, one hit and one runner at second base. And that came in the ninth inning because of a complete gift of an error that should have ended the game. It felt like a complete hangover, and the Padres are down a game. Yeah, the difference between game one versus the Dodgers and game one versus the Phillies Padres had fight in that game. Padres actually scored three runs. They got back into that game. They had multiple opportunities late in the game to either try to tie it up or take a lead. Tonight was just the complete opposite. It was flat. The One run for the Phillies against the Padres felt like it was 100 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Zach Wheeler, can't take anything away from him. He was yep. really good tonight. But... I mean, these five-pitch innings, these six-pitch innings, you can't do that shit in the postseason, man. You can't. You can't have just wasted at-bats. And it felt like tonight they were swinging first pitch a lot, especially after the first inning. It was a 24-pitch first inning. That's that's good. And then you saw it be an eight-pitch inning and then a five-pitch inning. And it just, you know, 
they obviously got nothing going. Um, yeah, you can talk. We can talk about why is Josh Bell in this lineup right now. Um, he did hit a ball really hard early in the game, but it was right at uh, Segura. Yep. But from the right side, it feels like I have the same swings as Josh Bell. Like that's how bad it looks right now with Josh Bell, with Will Myers. Even though, yes, I know he got the hit. Everybody, I get it. But other than that, Will Myers at bats do not look good at all. Um, Juan Soto's at bats did not look good tonight. The entire teams, the entire team did not have good at bats. Like no one had a good at bat tonight at all. It felt like. And tomorrow's game, it's a long series, but tomorrow's game, glad it's a quick turnaround. But man, you you gotta. Tomorrow is a, it's a must. Yeah, it's a must-win game, man. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. The problem with going down two games to none. I mean, there's a number of problems, but you're going to the road. You're not coming home. It's three games in Philadelphia, which means they win two out of three. You don't even get back here. No. So the Phillies would just have to kind of win a series against you, two out of three at home, um, and then you never get back here. So tomorrow feels critical. And Aaron Nola has been outstanding. You know, Blake Snell, you talked about previously or off air with me. Has not been good in day games. It's going to be very warm. That's definitely a factor tomorrow. It could be in the 90s, not just 90. I mean, it could be in the 90s tomorrow with the 135 start. And, um, you know, Aaron Nola, I want to say, is not allowed to run in the postseason, the two starts. I mean, this, this Padres team at home, Jim, in the last 22 innings, I think I have this right. Someone tweeted this to me, so if I'm wrong, my apologies. I want to say they scored in one of the 22 innings. That was an amazing inning. Seventh inning against the Dodgers. I mean, it was an amazing inning. So take absolutely nothing away from it. But that's the only run, or excuse me, the only inning they've scored in in their last 22 frames. It's like you got to score first tomorrow. It really feels like you have to score first tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And my you know, my concern after one game, and I thought you Darvis was very good. The Harper home run was never getting out last week. The Schwarber home run's getting, you know, out of the moon. I mean, he hit it so hard. It was the hardest hit ball like ever in the history of Petco Park. But like my concern is the Phillies can slug people to death, and that's not really the Padres' mo, right? They don't they don't really run into balls. I mean, occasionally they do. The Machados, the Sotos can. We haven't really seen it from Soto. Grisham has a little bit in the postseason, but like if you get into a slugfest, the Phillies. I don't know if that's really advantage Padres. I would think advantage Schwarber and Harper. Yeah, the, coming into this series, that is the that's the biggest concern. And, and this Padres team, the pitcher, the pitching gives up home runs. They're, they're yes. susceptible to giving up home yep. runs and the Phillies are mashers. And right now, Bryce Harper, it feels like every time at the plate, he's going to do something. He is just completely locked in. I know Schwarber's average is not good, but yep. you saw what happened tonight. You throw a hanger to him. He's going to hit it 500 feet. And he did that. Castellanos has pop Rio Muto. Uh, everybody on, Everybody on the Phillies, it feels like at any moment could hit a home run. Mm-hmm. You do not feel that with the Padres. And if they do not figure out how to hit Aaron Nola tomorrow, because they have not hit Aaron Nola like ever. Right. It's not, it's not good. If they don't figure out a way to win tomorrow, it's looking bleak to even come back to San Diego. You're right. Because Musgrove game three, I don't think it's official yet, but it's going to happen. And you'd feel good there, obviously, against Ranger Suarez. You have no clue what you're doing game four. Um, and then game five is is uh, Darvish again, but you're, go- but you're going up against Wheeler again. Yeah, exactly. Now, That's exactly can, right. Now, here's the thing is like they, they're they better offensively on the road. They average 
over five runs on the road yep. during the postseason. At home, it's not good. And besides that seventh inning on Saturday night, they've done nothing at home. Yep. And that's a major problem. That's why I wish kind of this team was on the road more in the postseason. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Being that ballpark tonight, I know that we're down to nothing. But it just even even Rich McGuire said like it just did not feel right. Like the crowd, yeah, wasn't that it didn't feel. And like they the tried. Crowd I mean, was, the, the you know, crowd yeah. tried to will the team into it. I mean, the crowd was creating energy, but the team just didn't create their own energy and didn't feed off the crowd. No, and that was yeah. Honestly, Jim, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, we're all human beings. When you take when you slay the dragon, drink. Um, there's something in there that you can't inherently get out of your system and pr- pretend like your back is against the wall like two days later. You just cannot do it. I mean, all Padres fans talk about for years and years and years is how can we get over the hump of beating the Dodgers. Padres players feel the same way. Will Myers has talked about it routinely over the years. You c- it's hard to close the door on that. And now they have to. And they've got you know 18 hours or whatever it is before they play again. So, And here's the thing with Blake Snell, like I was saying, this year – Day games. Did you have seven it? start? What mm-hmm. I was seven see if you had the actual stat. Yep, I do. Seven starts. Whoa, hold on. Stupid freaking ad. Seven starts. He's got a four seven nine ERA. One in yep. four in those starts. Yeah, it's not great. Um, last year, it's even worse. Last year, he was one and two with a seven two five ERA in day games. Yeah, super concerning, and he can throw, obviously, a lot of pitches. And that, that's not the biggest issue because you didn't really use your bullpen here tonight. So if he only goes five, he only goes five. If he only goes four and two-thirds, it, the, the key here is got to keep your team even or ahead. At worst, mm-hmm. trailing by a run when you leave the game. But it just feels – it's scary right now when the Padres are trailing at home. I, I don't think a lot of people have confidence in them overcoming a deficit. And I say that. They just overcame a three-run deficit against the Dodgers in the biggest game of their season. Um, so we'll see. And by the way, Nola, to your point, he's got three one one lifetime in eight starts against the Padres, but fifty five innings, thirty nine hits. He was unbelievable in that one start at Petco this year when he got beat mm-hmm. by Austin Nola, the only run in that game. I thought he was unbelievable in that game, and that was just a complete break, you know, just yeah. happenstance, fortune, luck. Uh, let's get to a couple supers here as we get started. John and Jim with you on the wrap up show again. It's game one. Game two all of a sudden becomes critical. As the Padres try to avoid falling by 2 nothing in a best of seven as they go to Philadelphia. Because at that point, as we all agree, you're going to be hard-pressed to get the series back to San Diego potentially. Again, please, if you're here, subscribe. If you're a Padres fan, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter. If you'd like to become a member, click the join button. Thank you for the supers. Great way to support this channel. Just click the dollar sign in the chat box. Like Jared, our longtime viewer and moderator. Thank you, Jared. Jared. He got to go down in the he got to go down with uh, Rich McGuire tonight in Rich's seat. So that's oh, I love cool. that. I love yeah, that, Jared. I hope you enjoyed it despite the result. I mean, the atmosphere was incredible, obviously. It's just cool to be in the building. You just wish they played better. Um, I think we should discuss this. I mean, why not pinch hit for Bell in the ninth? Bell is trash or trash or garbage or throw-up emoji. I mean, he's he's been really bad. He's had one hit in the postseason. It was huge. It's off Max Scherzer. He was overmatched in that sequence. Not to say Drury wouldn't have been or Alfaro or whomever wouldn't have been. I'm a little surprised Josh Bell got that opportunity. I know he hit the Phillies well with the Nationals, but Jim, he's got like a 600 OPS as a Padre, and I don't know if he earned the opportunity to hit there representing the winning run. I'm telling you, I, I 
I never really watched Josh Bell before he got here. I just saw his numbers and I was like, oh, that's he's good. Like yeah. that's those are good numbers. But you can't tell me that his swing doesn't look horrible. Yeah. It's like a fishing swing. It's like I don't even know how to describe. I, I can't yeah. even do it. But it, his swing like half looks swing. so bad a lot of the times. Um, when he does not make contact, it looks like how is this guy a major leaguer? And, and and tonight, and really this whole postseason, minus you know now granted you have to give him credit. He got the postseason off to a great start against Max yeah, Scherzer. That's your run homer. That's good. Yeah. But he's done nothing since. And I I I agree with. With Jared there, I probably would have gone Drury that situation, lefty righty matchup. Something wrong with Drury? Is something wrong with Drury? Like, is there? Is, is I he not? Think so. I, I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think so. It's just the postseason. You know, he hasn't gotten as many chances. But also, it's not like Drury's on fire as well. No, Drury he's not. has nothing. He has, he has zero hits in the postseason. And versus the Dodgers on Saturday night, he was horrible as well. So you're kind of like, it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because both of these guys are black holes right now in your lineup, and they're hitting. I don't know where else you turn. Right, they're hitting you in the middle of it. Problem. I told you, John. I said the middle of this lineup is not good right now. You're like, it's fine. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the middle of the lineup. I mean, look at what um, you know, Machado, Soto, Profar, whomever. I mean, they've yeah, won. No, nobody did days. good tonight. Everybody yeah. was not good tonight. It was. No, a I thought Nola. Effort. Nola hit a ball really well that was run down in, in right field by Castellanos. I thought that was a decent yeah. play. Um, you know, Soto walked early, got ahead 3-0, was very timid at the plate. I thought a 3-1 pitch he took was a ball. I think most people agree with that. It was a called strike. The umpire um, sucked tonight. And, and your yeah, umpire also, wasn't great. You're I mean, staring down a Doug Eddings outing in game five well, too. You're, you're staring game down at Doug Eddings outing in game six. Six? Game six. Hopefully you can get that. I mean, after losing game one, you kind of feel like in your – you kind of just think to yourself, hey, we need show. to get this thing. We need to get this thing back, you know? And even if they come back 3-2, it's like, fuck, can this team score offense then? Yeah, but you know what? Right now, if you told me they're coming back 3-2, I, th- I think I have no choice but to take it. I mean, is that – maybe not. Maybe I say, let's see what happens tomorrow. If they get 1-1, you hope to be up 3-2 as opposed to down 3-2. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's long just, series. I, it's a seven-game series. It's not like the Padres were thoroughly outplayed tonight. It wasn't some ridiculous circumstance. The pitching was good on both sides. I thought really the difference was the Schwarber ball. I mean, the Harper ball ended up in the first row. It's not, yeah, I mean, was, it wasn't, it was, you know. Look, Harper is just amazing. He got backspin on that ball and it just yeah. went out. The Schwarber and ball again, it was, was 90 degrees out. The Schwarber ball was literally put on a tee for him. And he, we saw the replay, John, and his bat didn't, didn't even, even like vibrate. The ball didn't even like the ball was like immediately off the bat. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, it's it's the farthest ball he's ever hit, and this guy's the has the highest exit full, exit velocity in baseball this year. The mm-hmm. furthest ball he's ever hit. He's got the best exit velocity in baseball. That's all you need to know. And it sucks too because Darvish actually pitched really freaking well. Seven. If you told me before the game, guess what? He's going seven, giving up two. I'd be like, yeah, take it. Yeah, definitely. And I didn't realize this team would score. have one freaking hit all night long. Yeah, Darvish could have gone 17 innings tonight, not allowing a run, and you don't even know if you're going to win because you didn't score either. Yeah. Uh, Vector, thank you for the Supers, says, cannot afford to regress to regular season Padres. I mean, listen, this is the first time in eight playoff games that their offense was completely anemic. Okay, this is the postseason. You're facing Hall of Famers. But you're facing frontline pitching with the Groms and the Scherzers and the Ureases and the Kershaws and the Wheelers and the Nolas. Like, this is legit pitching. Mm-hmm. And yeah, tonight was awful. I mean, they had a base hit, a well hit ball up the middle. Was their night? 
on offense. And by the way, they never should have had that rally in the ninth inning. They were nearly gifted the game. I mean, you had Machado batting to walk off after a double play ball hit by Soto was thrown away. I mean, that's unbelievable that the Phillies could even survive that. Yeah. But Machado, I didn't think it was a good at bat there in the ninth inning. Again, the dude's throwing 101 Alvarado, so it's easy for me to say that. And then Bell, I didn't think it was a good at bat either. But again, it's easy for me to say that. Dude's throwing 102 in their bullpen. Um, whatever the hell his name is in the eighth inning, Sir Anthony Edwards, or whatever the hell his name is. And Dominguez. then Alvarado in the Dominguez and Alvarado. Yeah. I mean, those guys have been unbelievable in the postseason mm-hmm. for the Phillies. And here's the thing, too. You need to put the ball in play versus the Phillies because their defense is not good. As you saw in the ninth inning. And the 12 strikeouts tonight, only two walks. Look, I, I understand Wheeler was pounding the zone, but the first pitch swingings, all like it, it felt like the Padres were had at no point in time in this in this game, like had any type of. I felt even with the, with the the ninth inning with that play that uh, the Phillies made to get two on with one out. I kind of, I just didn't feel right. It was just, I was like, you know, it just doesn't feel like they're going to get this hit here. I felt like that. Honestly, dude, I felt different. I said, you know what? Maybe that's what they needed. It's only takes, I felt like Machado was going to come through. I thought, but they yeah. didn't. And it's hard to come through in big spots all the time. And well, here's the thing tomorrow. Big opportunities. Here's the thing tomorrow. If you don't get the ball and play tomorrow, you will obviously lose. But the most important thing is tomorrow is going to be freaking hot. So you need to make that count. And the Phillies are going to be ready to go. The Phillies are probably looking at tomorrow's weather as a huge advantage for them. And and, and tomorrow, if you go first pitch swinging pop-ups, first pitch swinging ground outs, it's going to be a long day because guess what? Aaron Nola can go nine. I was surprised it took out Wheeler when they did. And I thought that could have been like like a a turning point for, for the Padres tonight. But... If you do not get into the middle part of the Phillies bullpen, this will be a very hard series to win. Yeah, it could be a short series. You're exactly right. 89 is the high temperature downtown San Diego tomorrow. So, I mean, that, that's hot. I mean, 135 game. It's going to be warm all day long. All right, I want to get to Jake who says uh, they almost got no effing hit in an LCS game one garbage. I mean, it is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, that should not happen. And I agree with you. I thought Wheeler was very good. I think he benefited from the plate umpire. I think he benefited from a team that was sleepwalking to some extent through this game. Um, that whole 24 pitch first inning and then 59 pitches that he throws over the next six innings is inexplicable really and can't happen. Nope. The fact that you don't get a run to second the entire game. The only runner you get to second is because Alec Bohm throws a ball away inconceivably that should have been in a game ending double play easily against Juan Soto. That's the only time you get a runner to second base. I don't care you're facing because they face good pitching in the postseason. They should perform better than they did tonight offensively. And if they do this again, like to your point tomorrow, then, I mean, listen, crazy things have happened. Teams have gone down 2-0, losing the first two games at home. I always go back to, I think, the 96 Yankees lost the first two at Yankee Stadium, then won four straight. Um, so it's possible, obviously. It's just you're not going to feel good about it if you go down 2-0. I, pro- 2-0, I promise you that. Look, you you faced Scherzer, okay? You faced DeGrom. You faced Bassett, who had a good year. Urias, who's probably going to win the Cy Young this year in the National League. Kershaw, a Hall of Famer. Tyler Anderson seemed like uh, unhittable as well. Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, Hall of Famer, better. 
and, and Zach Wheeler, and you fit, you did better against Scherzer, Urias, Kershaw, and DeGrom than you did tonight against Zach freaking Wheeler. I mean, Zach Wheeler is a good pitcher, but let's not kid ourselves. He's not Hall of Fame like the four guys or the three or four of the guys that you face already in the postseason. So getting one hit tonight. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I I think their strategy was go first pitch hunting because he's yeah. fastball first. I agree. And it bit them in the ass tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Nola thing. But Nola scares me because I, I felt like coming into the series, I was more concerned about Nola <laughs> than yeah. it was about Wheeler. Wheeler had been thought- fully healthy in the second half of the year. That's why I thought game one was so important because you got Nola game two. Who knows what you're going to get from Blake Snell in a day game? Plus, it's going to be almost 90 degrees. So you can't rely on just getting the ball, like making sure they just hit it in the air because the marine layer is going to knock it down. If it gets up in the air tomorrow, that fucker's gone. Yeah, and like it's as simple as this. Like You shouldn't lose at home when you Darvish goes seven innings allowing two runs. That's got to be a 90% game. Like Those are the games. Across baseball this year, when you get started going seven at home, allowing two runs or less, you're winning that game 90% of the time. So to lose a game like that, and now you, Darvish, isn't even available again until game five, like that's that's not a great loss. Padres were a favorite tonight for a reason, because Darvish at home has been money, and their bats just didn't show up. Let's get to another super. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel. Up, just click Toby the dollar McGuire. sign down below. What's that? I said, what's up, Toby McGuire? Yeah, what's going on, man? Um, okay, so he says he Toby messed McGuire up at the blind borough today. What's up, Toby? Yeah, by the way, if you came out to the blind borough, thank you. Yeah, um, we did try to pick up some drinks for some of our viewers and listeners because we had that very generous super, um, following game four of the what was it, NLDS against the Dodgers. All these days yeah. are running into each other. I know. Um, so, by the way, join us tomorrow from the Blind Borough after game two. We'll have three hours of post-game reaction after game two Hopefully from the Blind Borough on radio. Hopefully they win, you said? Hopefully they win. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow, like, everybody that showed up, I'm really bad with names, so I apologize, but you know who you are. Thank you for coming. <laughs> you know if you were there. Yeah, thank you for coming uh, it was awesome to meet everybody. It's awesome to meet you face to face. And uh, if you see us tomorrow, tomorrow, or if you see us anywhere at, at Peco Park downtown, anywhere, don't be afraid. Come and say hi, please. And uh, we 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 greatly appreciate it. Thanks, thanks to everybody. All right. So awesome. Toby says messed up wearing my Crone jersey today after going Kim every other That's time. Sorry, guys. I'll do better tomorrow. You don't have to apologize, Toby. You know who needs to apologize is KUSI. Oh, uh, for my that ridiculous, like, God. whatever that was, like, rally song. No, I'm not. Like the worst by the way, I'm not. I'm never mentioning it. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never retweeting it. I'm never playing it. I'm never doing anything with it other than whoever, whatever producer came up with that bit literally needs to be fired. Was that, by the way, I have a real question about that. Were the people that were singing that their hosts? Or I have no idea. Or those just I never people. watch KUSI. I never. I, there's watch. no way. There's no way those are human beings that came up with that. That had to be KUSI employees. Because what human beings would ever do that? Like I'm, I'm already a like very superstitious, like good juju vibe guy, right? In the postseason, that shit today was <laughs> fucking embarrassing for the city because it got picked up nationally. Like the- I also didn't like the chicken fanatic. Yeah, what vibe. are we doing, guys? Like, and by like, like guys, we don't series. Just wait till it's over. Jesus, we don't if need a win, fucking. Do that. 
We don't need a mural for every freaking thing on the planet. Chill right. out, guys. You guys do great murals, but stop. Okay. Now it got painted over. Did you see that, John? Yeah, I did, but it's like too little, too late. I mean, yeah, because it's, it's too happened. late. It's out there now. You know, like I will take that as from from the from the stupid shit that was on down on KSI this morning and the chicken mural. I'll take that up as just okay, that's one game. Yeah, so that costs get, him one. Hopefully not you, two. You get now enough of that shit. Anything else? Stop it. Yeah, God, please, was, stop. I think they dele- I think they deleted the tweet. Yeah, but the problem is everyone has it. Now fill it I know, I'm Twitter's just saying like, with it. like you guys oh, Jesus. It's so it's fucking maddening, dude. All right, me, thank you for the super. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for the supers. Thank you for your support of this channel, obviously. Um, he says, How does Bell get to hit in the ninth inning? Drury hits lefties. Bell is lost. Also, Soto not swinging and seems OCD about his OBP. I like that. Maybe bat him first. I, I will say this. I actually looked it up before the show. Now, I don't even buy into this much because Bell's been so lost. You know, Bell has hit lefties better than righties this year. It's not, not even that close. He's got a higher OPS, higher batting average against left-handed pitching. So it's not that crazy to think that he's batting in that spot. But it's like you kind of brought Drury in for that spot as well to hit left-handed pitching. And I just don't know what Bell has done here to earn it. Again, if he had two hits in game four or had a hit in the game, I know he had a well-hit ball to second base. That's fair. But like if he had two hits in the game, I buy it. I'll bat him there. But he was 0 for 3. He's 1 for whatever in the postseason. Like I think that my guess is most managers, Jim, in this hyper-aggressive managerial world we're in where everyone's proactive i would guess most managers in that spot and not to be overly critical of melvin no but i would think most managers would pinch in that spot yeah like tonight i I can't put any like blame on bob melvin this is all on the hitters tonight every single one of them tonight is to blame for this real pitiful performance offensively um yeah i'm not gonna like go at bob melvin or talk about Bob Melvin's decision to bat Josh Bell in the ninth inning instead of Brandon Drury, like we talked about him not taking out Clevenger earlier in the game mm-hmm. and for game one against the Dodgers. Um, but yeah, I think if the situation comes up again where Bell is up in a late game situation against a left hander, like you can't have him up there. I, I just I don't trust Bell at all right now. His swing looks horrible. Uh, he's hacking at everything. It feels like he's not making good. T- he made good contact tonight, but like that was the first time since game one against the Mets that he's made good contact in the postseason. Um, but again, you don't have any options on the, you don't have any options. And, and, and right now, Bob Melvin is not really using any part of his bench other than no, Brandon Drury. Alfaro hasn't have, doesn't have a plate appearance in the postseason. Capisano doesn't have a, a postseason plate appearance. Um, Azokar doesn't have a postseason plate appearance. And you're not going to take any three of those guys and put them up there in the ninth inning with two outs. No, of course not. But again, the, the Drury thing is like a legitimate conversation. I'm with you. I'm, I'm sure. not going to sit here and, and you've, I mean, listen, we're 25 minutes in. Nobody's hammered Bob Melvin. But I, I do think it is fair to at least second guess or critique it and wonder what could have been. I mean, you're talking about the winning run. Okay. Like this isn't just some spot. Like he's the winning run. The game is stealable. Now, could have, Josh Bell could have doubled down the right field line. He tied up. Manny Machado could have homer in the game ends. Brandon Drury could homer in the game ends. We'll have no clue. I mean, Drury could have struck out on three pitches. I have absolutely no clue. But I do think it is worth a lengthy discussion about 
why Bell is hitting there and Drury isn't, and you can weigh the pros and the cons. And again, is it the difference between winning and losing? Well, it could be. It sure mm-hmm. could be. If Drury comes up and hits a double or homer, just, then it's a difference. You just hope that you just hope that tomorrow isn't the same thing we've seen from this offense at home all year long because that can't happen. With with a day like tomorrow being 90 degrees, if they score less than three runs, I think they lose this game. I really do. I think this is well, going yeah, to be a Less than three doesn't give you much, much margin. Three runs or less, I think they lose this game tomorrow. You need to score five, six runs tomorrow. Because hmm. yeah, the Phillies offense I, is good. Yeah, they're really good. And they're, they are, what are they, John? They're six and one now in the postseason, the yeah, Phillies are? I mean, that's really, really good. So tomorrow you better get out to an early lead and you can't just score one, two, three runs. You need to score five or six. Cause if you don't, then uh, you're losing game two and you go down to, you go to Philly down. Oh, <laughs> two. And you know, I mean, it's going to be rabid there. I mean, if they're up two Oh yeah. and they, they're not going to want to go back to San Diego. They think they can clinch a world series berth at home. You got to get their one, one. I mean, mm-hmm. you just, it's just a lot easier. You go down 2-0, you got to win four of the last five games against a team that would be seven and one in the postseason. Like that's uh-huh. but here's the, that's a lot. Also, too, it's like, you know, this is a long series. Well, no, you, it's only a long series if you win a game. <laughs> you know, like if you go down two oh at home, it's not a long series. I mean, no, there's no right, guarantee right. it's a long series. Right. But think if you over Saturday. Yeah, even if you go down to two, you can still stagger your way back and go two two. But it's it's much harder. The, the uphill climb after that to win, you have to win four of the next five games would be yeah. just. I mean, it would be it'd be very, 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 very hard. And you're pitching like Shaw Mania in one of these games, or Mike Clevenger, like against the Phillies, you know, on the road yeah, in this offense. You know, yeah. I mean, that's by the that's way. A if tough I'm game to win, by the way, do you think do you think Sean and I would pitch game four because of the lefties in the lineup with Schwarber and Harper. Honestly, probably. And, you know, if his velocity was up a couple of times this year when they gave him like a 10 or 15 day break. So maybe you just go to him and hope he can give you three innings of, of velocity that's up and you can get three innings of one run baseball from him somehow, some way. Probably. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. One time through the order, try to get three innings. That would be yeah. my guess. Losing uh, game me- one does not mean the series is over by any stretch. But it was very concerning tonight what you saw from this offense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't take anything away from this game other than the fact that they need to play a lot better. I mean, you can't you can't just a say, oh, it's better. fun. They're in the NLCS. This is great. I'm not, I'm not about hard. that, man. I'm not about yeah. that. And I saw people this, say that on social media, but I'm not about that at all because um, that's that's loser mentality right there. And also, the, the Dodger stuff is over. Like, we could talk about the We're Dodger done. series in the offseason, but for now, I don't want to really hear about the Dodger series because now this series means even more. Yeah. Than the Dodgers series because the Dodgers series isn't going to bring a parade here or World Series rings or forever lore. You know, I mean, we're, we're not going to, you know, they bring the 98 team back because they made the World Series. They bring the 84 team back because they made the World Series. They're going to bring the 2022 team back because they beat the Dodgers in the NLDS. It's a little more of a stretch. Like, you know, teams are defined based on what they accomplish in terms of how far they get. And this team hasn't yet won a pennant, but it's still, you know, in front of them. Uh, we do want to thank Mark Nimitz for his support of Stop this Mark uh, channel. Sorry, Mark, the, that they that they put up that shit performance for you all. Good to see you. Good to good see you, Mark, see you, at, yes. uh, at Petco. Listen, if you have auto home runners life or earthquake insurance needs, you have to contact Mark Nimitz. He has been with us literally since day one. He's the reason we do 
the wrap-up show is the reason we were able to get this channel off the ground from day one. Uh, he could save you $750 on your insurance. As we all know, he's a huge Padres fan. He was there tonight. Um, he's a San Diegan. He's living and dying on all these games like we all are. And he's a great insurance agent. Take it from me. I've got my homeowners and my earthquake through Mark. We had a claim in here. He took care of everything. He saved us literally thousands of dollars. But just switching your insurance to Mark can save you $750. I'd love it if you got in contact with him, if you're a Padres fan, because he'd love to talk to you about this series going on right now. There's a link down below for his website. You can see it on the screen. You can get a quote online. You can find all the products that he offers Everything you need at the website, link down below in YouTube. But again, thank you, Mark Nimitz, for your support of this channel. And please, the next time you have a renewal when it comes to insurance, give Mark a call before you renew. Yeah, all his information is above my head. MNimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. My favorite my favorite tweet of the night, John. From, mm -hmm. uh, hold on here. Oh, he deleted it. Oh, no, it's about here we go from uh, at biz's daddy. He said, you're better at sucking dick than hosting a radio show. Yes, I did see that. I, I don't know really how to react to that. It's because I made a joke about Will Myers tonight. Everyone like got, oh, everyone like, ripped it. I, yeah, I did think that was a very dumb tweet by you, by the way. I thought about like getting involved in it, but I just didn't. Who everyone cares? Else was, Who cares, care. dude? It was dude. They all suck tonight. Who cares? You're like Will Myers is the worst player in baseball history. Like, well, it was a joke, guys. Night. Jesus Christ! Everyone gets so triggered. No, no, you 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 made people mad. Uh, I know. <laughs> thank you, David, to Goliath for your super. Do appreciate it. Thank you guys for the supers. Please subscribe if you're here. If you're a Padres fan, smash the like button for us. Great way to support this channel is click the dollar sign in the chat box down below with the super like David to Goliath. It says, dude, I never hear anyone talk about the hitting coach. That's Michael Berdar, by the way. What's the word you hear about him from players or media? Um, uh, I, I don't hold I hear nothing because he's not allowed to talk to the media. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't really hold him accountable for the offensive struggles at home. I, I just find it bizarre that they're nowhere near the same hitting team at home as opposed to what they've been on the road this year. I mean, listen, we're kind of grasping at straws if we're blaming Michael Berdar for the problems in the National League Championship Series right. tonight against Zach Wheeler. This is much more thorough than something like that. It's the um, NLCS. There's, there's no yeah, it's like, like... you got to create your own offense here. This isn't yeah. Berdar's response. I mean, listen, they, they, they're game planning. They had two and a half days off. They're prepared for Zach Wheeler. They've seen him previously, so they're, they're game planning. Um, sometimes the the uh, starting pitching, the you know the opposing starting pitcher is going to be pretty darn good. Um, and but you know what? Now I can't guess, blame Michael Berdar for Zach Wheeler's effectiveness tonight. Guess what? Tonight, that's a wake up call. You're in for a fucking fight. This is not a situation where you can just ease your way to a World Series after you just beat the Dodgers. No, no, no. You're in a fight now, and the Phillies threw the first punch. And if you don't come back tomorrow and respond with a win, then this series, I don't think it's coming back for game six. So tomorrow, you better get your fucking asses ready. You better make sure that you win tomorrow at all costs. And I don't want to see no five-pitch innings anymore, six-pitch innings. That's bullshit. Go out tomorrow, score some runs. Blake Snell, five pitches, five five innings pitched. Do it at minimum. Win tomorrow's game at all costs. Go to Philly 1-1 with Musgrove on the mound yeah, for game three. Yeah, you're great if you get there 1-1. Listen, I, I won't go as far as to say that I don't think they could get it back to a sixth game. I just think it's going to be a challenge to get it back for a sixth game if they go down 2-0. If, if, if the offense tomorrow scores one run and three hits and they lose 4-1, to one, um, I 
I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it just at that point, John, anything can happen. But at that point, you're just you, you don't feel good about your odds. Well, you'd have here's what you'd have. You'd need to win two out of three with Musgrove and Darvish. Now, that's no guarantee. Now, Musgrove's been great. Darvish has been very good, but they just beat Darvish. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if they are playing to get to the World Series in a game five against you, Darvish, and they have Zach Wheeler, Phillies are going to be a favorite at home. Up three games to one with Zach Wheeler on the mound, based on what he did in no. game one, they're going to be the favorite, not the Padres in that game. So no, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to get it back here if you lose tomorrow. It's, it's crazy how quick. It's, it's quote-unquote long series. It's best of seven, but it's like all of a sudden game two, everything's on the table. Everything. They play, there's no because there's also no off days between game three and seven. Correct. You'd play five straight. Do you want to hear from if Bob? You can get it that long. If I can. Uh, yes, and Jake, thank you by the way for the super as well. We met Jake last week. He made it out here for Dodgers game three at Petco. He says I can't come out again. Unfortunately, you were good luck, Jake. So you might have to reconsider that if this thing gets back yeah. here for a sixth game. Sorry. But yeah. We have come- Melvin. Get to come back to San Diego. Hold on. Just drive through the night. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't do that. Uh, just kidding. Um, hold on. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What made Wheeler so tough on you guys tonight? Well, really good fastball early. Started mixing up his slider a little bit. And then started using his curveball next time around. That's probably as good a pitching performance we've seen all year, is my guess. Only walked one, struck out eight, head in the count. Pretty good. What were your thoughts on Darvish? Maybe aside from a couple of pitches, looked like kind of what well, you Yeah, seen. I mean, shoot, he, same thing, kind of. You know, seven strikeouts, one walk, only gave up three hits, two of them are homers. Um, but those are the type of games that give you a chance to win. We just couldn't do enough offensively. You guys have prided yourself all year on how important it is to, to bounce back from a yeah. loss, and you've been able to do it. Uh, this is a really quick turnaround. How do you guys kind of put this one behind you and get? Yeah, get on good, tomorrow? good. Let's get out there as soon as we can. I mean, we, you know, offensively, we, we mounted a little something there in the ninth. We always feel good when, you know, we have a chance to win in the ninth inning. Didn't happen, but uh, when you, you know, it leaves kind of a bad taste in your mouth, so you want to get out there as quickly as you can. Kevin. Wheeler was ahead, but also a lot of one pitch and two pitch yeah. at, at bats, and you were swinging early. Is that was the plan from the starter, just because he was in the zone? No, I think a little of both. Trying to be aggressive with his fastball. We know he comes in, you know, early in the game throwing fastballs, so trying to be aggressive and, and get a good one to hit. And you know, next next couple times around, maybe mixes it up some, but we were trying to be aggressive with him because we were hunting fastball early in the game. I know your options based on performance have, are limited, but Bell batting there in the ninth, what was that? What was it? Well, he's the only what guy on our team with a homer off him. He's faced him the most, so that's why he was hitting. Skip, obviously, no, this is the best of seven series, not a five or right. even two out of three, so a, a little bit of breathing room for you here going forward. Is that kind of your message to your team? 
I, they don't need a message. They know we need to come out and take one of the, at least one of these at home. Tomorrow's a big game for us. So, I mean, I know it's a seven-game series, but, you know, when you start out at home, you like to try to win that first one. If it doesn't happen, you certainly feel like a little bit more, more importance on the second game. So we need to come out and swing the bats a little better. It doesn't get much easier. You know, their guy tomorrow is pretty good too, but we need to, to be better with our bats. All right. I want to hear from Darvish. John, I can't hear you. You're muted. I'm talking yeah. to my wife. I was talking uh, to my wife. Um, uh, a, cu- a couple of things on, um, on what Melvin said there. I thought it was funny the way Kevin asked that question, by the way. Like, what was that? He didn't mean it that way. He was saying, like, why is Bell hitting there? Like, we've been discussing. Yeah. Um, and again, I hadn't seen the numbers, but I mean, if he's homered off the dude, he killed the Phillies this year. Okay, dude, he how this, this year? I'm telling you, man. He I killed mean, the Phillies. I, I look. I'm not a baseball coach. I never was, but it's hard for me to watch Josh Bell swing the baseball bat. And not t- saying to myself, those are ugly swings. I know, but I mean, well, you saw he had a 900 OPS when he got here. He was a three war player this year. I mean, how I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I need to find his splits now against the Phillies. Hold on. Not that it matters. He's not facing the Phillies. He's facing one guy in that one moment. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But let's see against the Phillies this year. I mean, he had 1,114 OPS with four home runs in eight games. It's pretty good. Four home runs in eight games, 1,114 OPS. Here's the problem, though. That was all first-half stuff when he was with Washington. Like, is it that relevant four months later? No, none of it's relevant. Really. Last, time, last time the Padres played the Phillies, Padres had like five guys in the lineup that aren't even on the team anymore. Yeah, they had like Trace Thompson or Nomar Mazzara. Yeah, it's it's literally like – completely different teams you take nothing from any of the series the Padres played against the Phillies or anything from the Phillies that they played the Padres like this is completely <laughs> different this is completely different for both I agree. teams you just got honestly in that spot I, of course you're looking at numbers of course you are and but you're also th- you know you're going on your hunch um you know my hunch in that spot is Josh Bell just hasn't been good and I don't think he's good against guys that throw that hard he's late on everything and then when he's late on fastballs, he's confused on breaking balls. And that's exactly it's, what happened in that sequence. And the second he's the when he's late on the first pitch he swings at, he's in trouble. It's, like, it's over. Like that's over when he's overpowered. Um, <laughs> I might have pulled like a, a Dave Roberts and, and pinch hit for him after the count was 0-1. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I it, again, it, it, you're screwed there either way. It's not like your bench has been good. It just isn't. And it's not like Josh Bell's been good, but. You're just hoping he runs into a ball. That's what you're hoping for. It didn't happen. Because his swings look horrific. They're weird. They're like these weird half swings. It's weird. They're like ha- weird hacks, man. Yeah. They just don't look. They don't look like a baseball swing. A <laughs> I'm with you, uh, Jared. Thank you. Jared loves to predict the next day starters line. And Jared, you've been pretty damn good. Uh, he says six innings, five hits, a run, two walks, and seven strikeouts for Blake Snell. I hope that's good. Well, enough. here's the problem. I mean, here's the problem. Hope you get that. That means the Padres need to score two runs. And is that something that they can do off of Nola? Yeah. No, not necessarily off Nola, but I mean, Nola's not going to go more than, you know, well, he could. he could. He could work deep into this game. Yeah, they can score. Yes. The answer is yes. They can score two runs in a game. It's possible. Yeah. 
that's not like impossible to imagine, in my opinion. Um, can you find the next supers because they're disappearing from me after Jared? They've come in in the last handful of minutes. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, that one disappeared from me. Thank you, Erasing. Uh, it says, don't worry, Jim. My nickname for Will is No Skill Will. Look, dude, it's a joke. Chill the fuck out. Why are you so mad about it? I'm I'm really not. I think people you seem just, very mad. No, nah, not really. People are just very triggered after losses, I've realized. Dude, that wasn't even after losses. That was in the game. I know. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's, it's even more now for the loss. I thought it was a funny joke. Chill out. Um, here's the thing. By the way, he's hitting under 100 for the postseason. So, yeah, but this isn't. I mean, this isn't on. This isn't on anyone. This isn't like oh, it's, it's not. Will so this is on the entire Bell. team. Yeah, it's exactly. Like team. today, everyone sucked, and Will actually had the one hit. But I, everyone sucked. I mean, I didn't think Machado was good. Everybody in the game at least had one horrific at bat. Think about that. <laughs> at least one time in the game, every single person in the Padres lineup had at least one horrific at bat. Nobody had consistently good at bats all night long. Let me Not see this one box score. So I mean, you maybe argue, three. you maybe could argue Nola because he hit a ball hard and got on with a walk, but like no, Nola didn't walk. Oh, sorry, well, uh, he didn't walk. Profar walked, right? Yeah, Profar 0 for 3 with a walk. Soto 0 for 3 with a walk. 2Ks, which is a little surprising. Machado 0 for 4. Bell 0 for 4. I mean, they had one hit, but Cronenworth 0 for 3, 2Ks. Myers 1 for 3, 2Ks. Kim 0 for 3. Grisham 0 for 3, 2Ks. Austin Nola 0 for 3. That well hit ball to right center field that was tracked down by Castellanos. That's it. I mean, it was I mean, it was pathetic. Yeah. They, were, they were 0 for 2 with men in scoring position. That came in the ninth inning after an error. I know. Meanwhile, the Phillies yeah. were over three with men in scoring positions. Not like the Phillies' offense was amazing, but they did hit a ball 488 feet, which is 488 feet further than seemingly any Padre hit a ball today. I know it was uh, it was a pathetic offensive performance, and you know, having pathetic offensive performances in the postseason, those aren't good. <laughs> Yeah, the Schwarber thing scares me because not only did he homer yet another hit, and he was doing nothing in those six postseason games they had played. He had like one hit. So for him to go two for three, yeah, he was, I think, one for three. Harper obviously is their best player, but Schwarber to me is their scariest of that because he's, it's any moment you're like, fuck, even if he's hitting 050, boom, seven foot, 700 foot home run. That's why he's hitting leadoff. I mean, the problem, like, honestly, a lot of these names scare me Hoskins, Real Muto, Castellanos, Segura. Mm -hmm. A lot of these names scare me. Yep. Uh, thank you, Dale. Thank you, Jake, again. He says, Bell had literally no pressure anywhere else ever. Yeah, we've talked about that. Pittsburgh never on a playoff team. Washington never on, I mean, even a team that was remotely near the postseason with Pittsburgh or Washington. Maybe there's some of that. I don't know. I, I mean, look at his first half, second half splits, Jim. I mean, it's 900 OPS, 600 OPS. Like, that's how crazy it's been. It's complete 180. From the first half to the second half for Josh Bell, and I, I can't figure it out. Other than the I fact just, that we watch his split appearances and they don't look good. Every like I, I can't name a, a time this year where Josh Bell had consistently good at bats for Not like an entire game. Remember for he had that one like 0 game. for 30 or 0 for 40 or whatever when he like a Dude, week could get a hit. 
I, I, I'm, I'm like, how did this guy hit 300 with the, with the freaking nationals? I know. Guy can't. I mean, the guy's swing looks like he. I don't know, man. It just looks horrible. It's a weird swing. I mean, it, how good different swing. can it be from the first half? I mean, I haven't broken down his first. And half the thing swings. about the swing, it's, it's, it's like he can't even. He, you're right, John. Once he goes, if he if he goes 0-1, it's over because yeah. yeah. And if he swings not, and misses, then he's 0-1. Yeah, he's, he's not. Done. He doesn't have that type of at bat where he can foul off a bunch of pitches. And now he did have one moment in time where he fouled off a bunch of pitches, but he struck out early in the postseason. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I don't understand how long he is to the ball, considering he swings with like a three quarter swing. Like he like stops his bat mid stroke. He almost like he's swings like, like soup like. And then he like falls yeah. backwards or I don't know, man. It's very weird. And again, the one in like 50 when he makes good contact, it, I mean, it's worked a few times where he's hit a ball well, like Scherzer. Um, but yeah, it's been disappointing. I mean, I don't think anyone expects to see Josh Bell back in a Padres uniform. I mean, why would you want him back in a Padres no. uniform based on what you've seen? You know, not not for money that he'll want to get. Yeah, who's gonna pay him? Are you gonna pay him based on first half with Washington when you're 40 games under 500? I'm he'll not. go to like honestly, he'll go to like the Royals or the Reds, the Mars on the Reds, you know, yeah. a team that well, they just need somebody and they'll, they'll overpay. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Uh, e racing with Dale, thank you again. Thank you guys for the supers. Thanks for hanging out. Please subscribe if you're here, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the supers. Thank you for your support. Padres lose game one to the Phillies, 2-0 at Petco. They play tomorrow, 1.35 p.m. game two, a critical game for the Padres to get even in the series before the off day and the trip to Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia uh, for three games. He says, oh, I agree, Jim. He's been horrible. Don't think his defense is worth batting liability. Josh at first, Drury DH. He's talking about Will. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait, what, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, none of them, none of them, Will, Josh Bell, and Brandon Jury have all been bad. Yep. So you are you are cycling in right now a black hole at first base in your DH. That's what it is. And unfortunately, amazing, they're batting though. they're batting in five, six, or five, uh, four, four, five, or six in yep. the lineup. Yeah, exactly. They're not batting ninth. Good point. And they're complete black holes. I mean, does Bob Melvin consider changing the lineup? Trent Grisham didn't have. I mean, look, none of that. No one had a good game today. Um, but Trent Grisham has got his most success out of the eight hole. Austin Knowles got his most success out hitting ninth. Um, Cronenworth has been, was really good versus the Dodgers last series. Do you consider him as your cleanup guy instead and just move down bell or Drury and will, I mean, the thing is, it's not going to make a sizable difference because you're moving guys down one spot. So you move Cronenworth to four and bell to five and Myers is still at six. And all of a sudden, I mean, Kim, listen, Kim had a huge moment. Kim's had a really nice year. This isn't, anti Kim, but you know what I'm going to say here, Jay. I mean, there are moments where Kim is overmatched. You, know, you just, yeah, you just not get what you need. He's popping out on the infield a lot. Now again, huge moment in the seventh inning against the Dodgers, like an amazing yeah. moment. So you hate to say it, but like we're in the next series now and Kim has hit a buck 72 in the postseason with an OPS of 549. And he had that amazing moment and it was a, a brilliant moment. Look, but, and, and- it probably wouldn't have made a difference tonight, honestly, because that's how good Wheeler was, and that's just how pathetic the Padres' offense was. But these are these are the nights that we talked about as being like, man, I miss Tatis. You know, it's like could have lengthened this lineup out a little bit more. You you can never say with a player like Tatis, and we never talk about him, by the way. Like since the PD suspension, no. like man, if they had yeah. Tatis here, they would have won. But I will say this to your point: I think it's a really good one. 
Because you can never say that Fernando Tatis Jr. wouldn't completely change the complexion of a game. The dude's a 50 home run hitter when fully mm-hmm. healthy. So, right. yeah, he's he he can be game the changer. missing piece. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, and, he's and- running into balls, and he can do it against good pitching. And, of course, we're arguing over spilled milk. We're not going to see him, obviously. But, like, yeah, the right. idea that Fernando Tatis Jr. couldn't change around a game like this, well, yeah, he could. And, unfortunately, he's not here, which sucks. Kind of work with what they have, and and uh, what they have has got them this far. Um, but you hope that tonight was just a one-off fluke hangover type of game, you know? And I do agree with this, by the way, from Lizzie. The, here's the thing with Bob Melvin. Here's what I know. He won't do it. There will be no drastic change. No, None. that's fine. If you were down 3-0 in a series, maybe you'd change one batter, and Jose Zoka would start again. I'm making it up. You know what I mean? You'd have some change. Okay, you, you've used your second catcher now for the first time. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they use their second catcher. Maybe if this thing goes five games, because that eleven thirty a.m. game. Uh, but who knows? But yeah, I, I don't think anything changes. Not definitely not for game two. I'd be surprised for game three. Who knows? Maybe later in the series. But I'd be I'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, it's not about the fact that he's the least creative manager ever. It's about the fact that. This is the way postseasons are managed by and large. You shorten your bench. You go with the guys that got you there. You ride hot yeah. hands. You win series, and you stay with that philosophically. It looks good when you're winning, and when you're losing, you know, I guess it doesn't look as good. This is a, I mean, you're not you're not having to do double switches. You're not having to do correct a lot of different pitch hitting situations so the pitcher is not hitting. So. Uh, I mean, really, Bob Melvin's biggest thing here is pitching matchups. Um, and then if you are going to pinch hit jury for Bell or Bell for jury. Yeah. Like, that's literally what Bob Melvin is doing right now. <laughs> right. It's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. Pitching like, last year, the postseason. Are you going to pinch hit jury for Bell? And last year, the postseason, you were still batting pitchers. So you had double switches. As crazy mm-hmm. as that is, right? Yeah, 2021, you had pitchers hitting. Yeah. Like last year in the postseason, do you realize there were four outings of seven-plus innings by a pitcher last year in the postseason? This year, there have been 10 across baseball already. So, like, well, managers are sticking with starters. Well, that's because they don't have to hit for them. I don't, I don't know. I think some of it is, but you're not hitting for Zach Wheeler tonight. No, I'm, and I'm actually kind of shocked they took him out. To be honest with and you, are you hitting for for you Dar? Or you maybe you'd hit for you Darvish after six because you're down to nothing. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. It, it, it yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's part of it. Like, uh, uh, did, yeah. and of course, but last year, but that's not. But of course, the American League last year had the DH, so half your games had the DH last year. Um, Dale, thank you. He says it goes without saying. I want them to keep winning. World Series is the goal. However, I am proud of them for what they've accomplished yeah i mean no doubt it's it's been a really nice year um yeah, and we'll but, have that conversation in november and late october but right now we want to see him win this series you know yeah no doubt about it they've had a great season um but if you think that i'm gonna sit here and just say yeah they've had a great season it's fine like no 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 they lose this series like we're gonna talk about it mm-hmm. and you can you can assess the season later and say yeah you beat the you beat the dodgers you send those you sent those frauds home Hmm. You you beat the 101 win Mets team, made the NLCS for the first time since 1998. But there's no chance. Am I just going to say it's fine? You know. No, and by the way, no, I mean, the no, season, no. the series is not over, guys. It's just one game. Um, just the way that tonight's looked tonight looked was very concerning offensively. 
Yeah, and I kind of like the quick bounce back, like Melvin said. I don't love that it's going to be 90 degrees out um, just in general. I don't mm-hmm. think it's great for the fans either to just be sitting there in 90-degree heat, but it is what it is. That's what the schedule affords them, um, and they need to find a way to bounce back. There's something to be said about, hey, you don't have to sit around all day. You just get back out there and, um, and see if you can beat them. All right, I want to uh, get to this real quickly while we have a moment. I want to thank Will at Aura, who we've been talking back and forth with here tonight, for his support of the channel. Aura is a great company. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. And if you click this Build Your Routine button in the bottom right-hand corner at ORA.organic, there's a link down below, but ORA.organic, 30% off your first order. I'm talking about all plant-based nutritional products. If you're looking to get healthier yourself, your spouse, your family, your friends, check them out. 30% off your first order for wrap-up show uh, viewers and listeners. You can get probiotics. I take one every single day for digestion. You can get proteins for after workouts, pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils, sleep pills, immunity pills, so much more. I mean, just dozens of products, all of them to improve your health and benefit your lifestyle. Make sure to support Aura. Again, ORA.organic, 30% off your first order. Will, thank you for your support of this channel. If you want to support a local business like Mark Nimitz that does business with us, San Diego, they've got offices in Liberty Station. Please check them out. ORA.organic, great products. Take it from us. We take them every single day, ORA.organic. Yeah, www.ora.organic. Build your routine. You get 30% off your first order. Uh, go there right now. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. You will definitely thank us later. John, do you know how hard the Schwarber ball was hit tonight? Yeah, hold on. Let me let me guess, although I think it was in the 118-119 range, the hardest hit ball of his career. 120 miles per hour oh. off the bat. <laughs> That's just stupid. Juan Soto didn't even move. Well, where would he have gone? <laughs> you know what I mean? To get his rocket ship? <laughs> well, we joked about it. Like, when oh, we saw it live, we're like, ooh. And then the I'm like, I don't ball recall ever. many balls. I'm like, I don't recall many balls going to the second deck and right. Dude, that, you said happened. And you said it. You said if that ball went straight away center, that's over the it batter's eye. Over the batter's eye. It would have. I mean, that's how well he hit the ball. It's 396 to center. He hit it 488. Honestly, that you know, you ever you ever play golf, John? Yes. Like, and if you ever pure a ball, you don't even feel the ball hit. Like, that's I guarantee exactly you tonight. That didn't move. The ball didn't move. Schwarber didn't even feel that ball off the bat because it was so no fucking way. pure. It was probably it, it was, was the purest ball I've ever seen hit. Dude, when he hit it, I, was, I think the first I said, "Whoa!" I mean, said, oh, it was like it was unbelievable how far. Like it would have been out of the polo grounds, which is like 500 feet to center field or like 480. It was Dude. just unbelievable. It beat uh, it beat the longest home yeah. run at Petco Park by 10 feet. Yeah, and that's like 18, 19 years. And he did it in the National League Championship Series against like a Cy Young caliber pitcher. That's an unbelievable thing to do. This wasn't just some random June game against the Colorado Rockies. It was against you, yeah. Darvish, in the National League Championships. The first ever NLCS game at Petco Park has the longest home run ever hit in the ballpark. What are the odds of that? Dude, I, I mean, thanks the thank you to the weather. Guarantee True. the weather helped that. Yeah, I think it gets out in the marine layer, too. <laughs> that ball to right. I don't Probably think Harper's too. ball. Harper's ball would have been, like, in the infield. Um, Brett, okay, this is interesting. So, Bell was one for nine off Alvarado. Okay, Homer, it's nice. But, you know, he's three for 23 in the postseason. One has for the nine. Home run. It's like one for nine. It's not like this guy's had any success. One he was like nine, five for I mean, nine with a home run. Then you, then you yeah, got to hit him. But that, I, 
I mean, look, watching Josh Bell, I kind of just look at his numbers now like that was lucky. <laughs> like one for nine, did he just must have run into a ball there? <laughs> like, come on, really? I know. I mean, here's the thing. It all hinged on, here's what it came down to. After Soto hit a ball that should have ended the game, like, right, this is tailor-made double play. And now all hands are safe. You know, oh, my gosh, here we go again. One out. It's, it's all on Machado. <laughs> like, if, if Machado in that spot, if he comes through, you got a good chance of winning. If he doesn't, Game's over. you know, you, you had your best player available, your best hitter available, and he didn't yep. come through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was just a really, really pathetic offensive performance tonight. Uh, they don't bring their A game tomorrow. It's going to be the same thing. Yeah. No, I mean, imagine like gotta get the offense going. You can't, you can't score one runner. Get shut how out is I mean, how on. this is the National League Championship Series? How has this offense been such shit at home this entire it's year? Amazing man, they just look completely different. They're so aggressive on the road. You know, so it's like they want to jump on someone early, and here it's just like a bunch of I don't even know, man. It's completely it's, they, they just completely can't it can't hit at home. It's it's pathetic. It's like factual statement. They can't hit it at home. So the 5-3 game against the Dodgers, again, they scored all those runs in one inning. Prior to that, they scored one run in the first inning of Game 3 and one run in the fourth inning of Game 3. So from the fourth inning of Game 3 on, they have scored in one inning. It was the five-run seventh inning on Saturday. So that's, that's not great. That's that's not a good trend. Uh, <laughs> Jake, thank you. He says, Padres in two-game sets are 2-6 and six this year. Two sweeps, two, one, and one. So, okay, they've been swept twice. That would be four games. I'm not going to take anything. Of, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not taking any of that into any factor here. It's different. It's the postseason. I'm not. It doesn't mean really anything to me. The only thing I worry about tomorrow is obviously Blake Snell pitching during a day game and the weather. And if you can actually get a hit off of Aaron Nola, you know. Those are all not good combinations to have. And then if nothing else, like we've talked about this, we talked about with the Scherzers and the DeGroms and even tonight with uh, Wheeler. It's like, if you can't score, can you make the opposing pitcher work? And they did it for an inning off Wheeler. 24-pitch inning is a nice start to the game. That's that's the thing there is if you can't score off him, you need to get him to 90-plus pitches in the fifth inning. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't do that, then you're you're fucked. It's over. Um, And that's it. You kind of felt that. After the first inning, when they went eight pitch, five pitch inning, and you're like, "Yeah, this one's not going to be good tonight." Yeah, I. By the way, I don't expect them to roll over. I mean, this is the National no. League Championship Series at home. You it better not roll else. over. Hell no. Yeah, I mean, they lost this game by two runs. They had the winning run at the plate with two outs, one out in the ninth inning. They had the tying run. At Darvish the plate. pitched great. Yeah, so it's not, this was not like some one-sided game. It was if you looked at the Padres' offense, but it's not like the Phillies' offense. I mean, they had three hits. The Phillies, this three game had the fewest hits in a playoff game in 20 years, four combined hits. Now it's a problem because when the Phillies get hits, they're most likely going to be home runs. When the Padres mm-hmm. gets hits, they're like dribblers up the Singles. middle. Right. And this game flew, by the way, what was the length of this game? 230, 240. Dude, I was home by like 820. <laughs> Crazy. This was a looking up a Dodgers game. Those Dodgers games were long, which isn't surprising. Uh, tonight's game time was what the frick like 240 what's your guess 240 243 it felt shorter than that 243 
It felt like um, an hour. I mean, by an hour into the game, they're already in the fifth, the bottom of the fifth inning. I know. I'll give you a little bit of good news too. Uh, you didn't use the A team. You you use Luis no. Garcia, but they haven't necessarily lined him up to be the seventh inning guy. Nick Martinez has been good. The whole bullpen's been great. I mean, the bullpen's been amazing in the Every, postseason. Ev- look, everybody's still available tomorrow. Yeah, including Nick Martinez and Luis Garcia. Yeah, they didn't get taxed. They had they pitched really well. You're available tomorrow because you got an off day Thursday, so all hands on deck. Yeah, but again, if you're even or ahead, you're turning to the Suarez's. Maybe for multiple mm-hmm. innings, we've seen that. Even a hater they've used for more than three outs. Um, you just but- got to hope. You just got to hope that Blake Snell has one of his best pitching performances of the year tomorrow. And that's a yes. lot to ask, but but it, it it's crunch time now. You're in the NLCS. <laughs> you need to have quote unquote best performances of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, what did he do in that outing against the Dodgers? Was it five innings, one run? It's five innings, one run. Yeah. Last time he faced the Phillies, it was five innings, four runs. And it, it was it, he That's was fine until he hit until he blew up Har- a Harper. Remember that? Right. He was cruising, and then he hit Harper. That's a great point. That's a great point. Another subplot going into that game. Man, that's actually a huge subplot going into the game. Is yeah. Snell going to be able to deal with that? And Harper's so locked in. Does Harper see Snell as, you know, like, hey, this is how I'm going to get even. And here's another he's so, factor. He's so tomorrow. hot right now. You know, another factor tomorrow, John, that we haven't talked about yet is uh, the shadows are going to be fucking disastrous tomorrow afternoon. I wouldn't think right. I mean, when would those typically like around three o'clock? So they weren't a factor in the first or second inning today, or were they? Or were we beyond the shadows at five o'clock? We were beyond the shadows. Shadows are done around five. This time of year, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey baseball. You know? Good job. Good job uh scheduling your fucking championship series yeah. game at 1 30 on a Wednesday afternoon. But that happens every year because there's two championship know, series games but on it's just, the same it's day. Just, it's just weird. You know what I mean? Like, can we just yeah. have these supposed to be in prime time? Yeah. No, it is a little weird. I agree with you. Martinez, by the way, 13 pitches tonight. That's nothing. Luis Garcia, eight pitches tonight in a scoreless inning. So they, they used 21 pitches from their bullpen. And the Phillies, by the way, used. Dominguez for nine pitches and Alvarado for 17. They used 26 pitches out of their bullpen. So this was a really cleanly pitched game on both sides, both Darvish and, of course, Zach Wheeler as well. Uh, We do want to remind you that this show is made possible by our friend Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. If you have mortgage needs, please check out Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. He's here to help all Padres fans with their mortgages. Check out his brand-new website. Please check it out right now, loansbyomar.com. Again, loansbyomar.com. You can scan the QR code on the screen or you can text Omar anytime, 619-387-7798. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker, went to San Diego State. He is a huge Padres fan. And if you're looking to buy your dream home or refinance to consolidate debt, make sure to get in contact with Omar. You can call him or text him. You'll get a free consultation at his website. Click on the Education tab in the top left-hand corner. It's got all the resources you need. First-time home buyers. If you're interested in uh, refinancing, whatever you need, loans by omar.com and thank you omar for your support of the channel yeah you can text omar 619-387-7798 when you reach out to omar let him know that john and jim from the wrap-up shows sent you were you trying to fake that yawn because it was so obvious 
I was, I was, did I, did I not do well? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, all right. I see some Phillies fans have kind of entered the chat here. So, okay. So what's our plan here for tomorrow? We will be on radio whenever the game ends. San Diego Sports 760. Hopefully recapping a win. We're going to be at the Blind Borough. Right across from Petco, 7th and J. Yep. Um, so join us tomorrow then. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking about a win. <laughs> you said that so convincingly. I am, yeah. I'm worried. I mean, the Snell thing, listen, I really like the way Snell is throwing it by and large the second half of the year. But yeah, I, I am worried about that. I can already see him like rubbing his brow, wearing long sleeves. It's like 90 degrees out. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it's a concern. It's a concern. And that's why I kind of was like this game one was so important just because of that concern for game two. Cause going into game two first versus Nola weather Snell in the day, you're just like, uh, but you know, guess what? what? That's the beauty of baseball tomorrow. They can win seven one, you know, they could. When, when did, when did Musgrove pitch? What day of the week was it? That was Saturday. Saturday. So what's Sunday, tomorrow? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Thursday. Yeah, he, he was he's yeah. He'd Friday. be short. Yeah, he'd be short. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not switching that up because well you can't, he'd be short. Right. And even if I even if you did try to go Musgrove there, I don't think it's the right play because you want Musgrove game three to come back for game seven on short on, you know what I mean? So Yeah, but if you pitched him if you had him full rest in game two, you could pitch him on full rest in game seven. Well, guess what, John? You gotta get there first. Well, you don't have him on full rest. True so it doesn't that. matter. And it I'm, doesn't well, yeah, it doesn't I'm matter. I'm fine. Snell, uh Musgrove or sorry. Darvish <laughs> Snell game one and two two. Yeah, it's good. That. It's good. Snell's a much better pitcher at home than he is on the road. I'd rather so, have him pitch on the on at home for games two and six than on game three on, on the road. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I do. Especially especially if you went down O two. Could you imagine that? They go down O two and you have Snell in game three in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing you'd have with Musgrove. If you're down O two, you'd still feel good at least with Joe Musgrove because it's Joe Musgrove and he's won some big games for this team this he's year. He's gonna go out there and fucking battle it. You know what I mean? He's he's not gonna give in. Mm-hmm. Uh hopefully not. My my taco. I don't think so. I don't know who dude. I, if it was if it seriously was like the some of the hosts and like producers that did that, like, I think man, I am man. Oof. Uh, good job guys. You just, you, you, you have created the bad juju for San Diego and I hope you feel good about yourselves because that was fucking right. pathetic. <laughs> it was embarrassing. Like you should be embarrassed of your, of yourselves. Honestly, this from King LV is like a great way to summarize game one. <laughs> like, it's very easy to say it like this. Philly's yep. hot. Padres coming off this epic series win. You know? It's and almost like, like I hate to make an excuse because that's stupid yeah. this time of year, but it's so easy to explain away. But here's the good here's the thing about that is I don't think that would be a thing that would last for the entire series. Game one, you can make no, a case for one. sure. Um, you know, like like in football, it's completely different. Remember after Minnesota beat the Saints on that crazy miracle play to end the yeah, game? Of course. Then they, they lost the next got, week. They lost the next week. They got their ass kicked. The Eagles, and that's, who I the think Eagles. won the Super Bowl that year, yeah. Yeah, and it's like that right there. You come off such a big, emotional, crazy win. That's that's to be expected. In baseball, it's different. You can have a hangover, yeah, but I don't think it's a thing that can last a whole series because now you're in a fight. You got you got punched in the mouth tonight, um, and you did nothing. 
you had no fight. You had no punch back, nothing. You went down very quietly tonight. And so now it's on and you have to be ready tomorrow or you're going to be in very big trouble. Yeah, I thought it was the right line of questioning, honestly, from the media this week. We were over there and they had like the first question asked of Manny Machado was like, you know, are you concerned about like a hangover effect having beaten the Dodgers? And he said, no, but of, of course they were. <laughs> like It's so easy to explain, so, yeah, but it's so it's dumb cool. that it works that easy. It's that simple that you beat the Dodgers and then you come out lackluster your next game. Like that's so obvious to predict. I didn't think this would happen. Nobody predicted a one hitter from Zach Wheeler or the Padres getting shut out at home on an 85 degree night in game one of the NLCS. Yeah. One hit. Come on. I would expect one hit. One One single. I mean, if, if that, if they're in a shift there or well positioned defensively, well aligned, you get That's no out. hit. You get no hit in the fucking game one of the NLCS. <laughs> right. It's dude. not like this thing was small. He didn't hit this ball 120 miles an hour. This wasn't the best no. hit you've ever seen. This was a base hit up the middle. And that's their hit for the series. Hopefully they, well, they need to do more than double that tomorrow. Let's get like 10 times the number of hits tomorrow for the Padres off of Aaron Nola. So we shall see. Uh, we do want to remind you that we have a podcast, which is the wrap-up show, if you don't want to watch the video, but you just want the audio, make sure to check out the uh, our podcast, which is the official podcast of FriarsOnBase.com. We're presented by Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial and HigherImpactFinancial.com. Eric is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan, and this is available wherever you get your podcast, by the way. If you're wondering if you're financially strong enough to leave your corporate job and start your own business, or if you're tired of being surprised by how many taxes you owe every year, Make sure to get in contact with Eric at Higher Impact Financial. And along with that, Eric can help make sure your family is protected by helping you get a trust established. The first handful of Padres fans to call to get a trust done with Eric's firm are going to get $200 off. You can call Eric at 951-383-3033. That's 951-383-3033 to schedule your first meeting. If you just want to talk Padres baseball with him, he'd love to talk to you about the Padres Advisory services are offered through WealthTech Partners, a registered investment advisor that only conducts business in states where it is a properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Past performance is not indicative of future results. We know that as baseball fans, investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Thank you, Eric, at higherimpactfinancial.com. What a day, Jim. Not in a good way, really, but a long day. Well, here's the thing. Blind Burrow was great. Everybody that we saw at Blind Burrow, that was awesome. They were great. Uh, yeah, you guys were great. Thank you for coming and saying hi. Come say hi to us tomorrow. I'll be there before. Like, I, I want to go to Blind. I'm gonna I'm gonna head up Blind Burrow before tomorrow. I want to try some brunch there. Uh, it looks very delicious. Um, Darren will be of, there. What kind of brunch? I don't know. Look, you thinking like, like an omelet? Um, sure. Pancake. Ooh, it sounds delicious. Doesn't that sound good? But yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Um, Darren's going to broadcast from 9 to one thirty with Marty. And uh, then me and you after the game. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be there beforehand. Maybe. I'll be at the game. Um, and You're going to show up in the fourth game. inning? <laughs> no, no, no. I should be there. No. <laughs> I'll be there before the game. Probably go get an acai bowl from Everbowl on the concourse. Like when the gates open, I'm racing to Everball. Yeah. I'm going to race to Do the auxiliary press box? I kind of dig those. 
Like, yeah, it was nice. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of room over there, and there's way it's way it's way better than the press box. Everyone's like sitting close to each other, and people like take <laughs> yeah, your seats, nice. and you're like, actually, we're supposed to sit there, but some random person that's never been to a baseball game this, this year is like taking our seats, and so it's nice to like be like out with the fans in the auxiliary press box. It was very nice. Do you want to get to the super before we get out of here tonight? Uh, thank you. Break it down. Thank you for your support of this channel. He says, I know we all want this so bad, but losses happen on to the next one. We got to get those bats alive. We can't expect the dub. If we don't get hits, go San Diego. It is just one game. It's true. Um, and the series has not been won by anyone. It's best mm-hmm. of seven for a reason. And they do need to get the bats going tomorrow. I, it's a, it's a fair way to look at it. Wheeler and Nola are scary. Ranger, Suarez and Noah Syndergaard aren't as scary. So maybe you get the pitching advantage in games three. We'll see about four. Um, but man, you got to get out of here one one. Bob Melvin talked about it. You played it post game. He's like, you know, you're the home team. You got to get one of these. So that's yeah. what they're playing for tomorrow. Yep. All right. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to everyone here live or replay tonight. Thank you, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance for your support of this channel. Auto Home, Renner's Life, Earthquake Insurance. He can save you $750 or more on your insurance. He's the title sponsor of the wrap-up show. There's a link down below. Thank you to Will at Aura for his support of this channel, ORA.organic. Link down below, 30% off your first order. Thank you, Omar Sanchez, loansbyomar.com, here to help all Padres fans with their mortgages. And thank you, Eric Lanier at higherimpactfinancial.com. If you have finance needs, Eric is there for you. We will be back tomorrow. Join us on San Diego Sports 760. Before we get out of here, we need to get to a super that's just rolled in from... What is oh a Canadian super? Look at this. Oh wow. A ton of Canadian supers over there. No, I appreciate last that. Last year or so. Thank you so much. The Canadian uh, dollar Braves goes a long here. way. Canadian 10 is like 300 American dollars, I feel like. Or maybe not. I have no clue. It's maybe <laughs> like eleven dollars. Probably, yeah. Um, Braves fan here. Phillies and Padres got hot at the right time. No doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got you know, the they wild did. card round maybe was beneficial for those two teams. The whole yeah. thing, and this is for tomorrow we talked about, but this whole, well, the format favors the lower-seeded teams. That's dumb because the American League had the Yankees and uh, Astros advance and the National League had the wildcard teams advance. But, yeah. I mean, we, there's not enough data to say, oh, it's amazing to be the sixth seed. That that doesn't make any sense, you know? By the way, My everyone friend. watching this video right now, if you haven't already, hit the like button, please. Just hit the like button right now if you're watching this video and you haven't. Um, and also subscribe. That's all we ask. Hit the yes. subscribe button if you haven't already. If you're new to the channel, Thank you. Um, and uh, we'd love to for you to join us year-round. So hit the subscribe button and then hit the like button. That's all we ask. All right. So we will be back tomorrow. Please join us from the Blind Borough downtown. We will be on the air for three hours immediately following the final out. Thank you guys for hanging out. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see if the Padres can even up this series at a game apiece. For Jim, I'm John. This has been the Wrap-Up Show. See you guys tomorrow night. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.